we've got Bossimp and German. Is that how you pronounce it? It's with a Y, actually. Or oh, you pronounce it with a Y, but it's all right. How, how do you pronounce it? Go tell us. Yo, man. Yo, man. <laughs> do you guys want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Happy to do. So, as you guys probably know, given that you're here, we're the founders of ImDAO. ImDAO will probably going to talk a bit about the uh, next couple couple minutes, hours, uh, however long this will this will go on. Uh, maybe first to start off with ourselves before we dive into our protocol. Um, so we both have a certain finance background. I'm originally from tech coverage within investment banking, got into crypto a couple of years ago through that and sort of started with fractional reserve currencies and investing in the space actively um, around mid-year 2021. Um, around that time, also Bosom and I got talking because what sort of unified us to a certain extent was that we were noticing quite a numerous protocols which were failing easily at easy hurdles, right? I mean, policy setting, um, deployment of capital, um, and so on. So people were starting protocols without sort of having a clear goal in mind. And yeah, we wanted to enable the investors to get exposure to this area um, and to DeFi in general without having to follow the market day to day and also by avoiding sort of these pitfalls the, the other early starters got into um, and educate stakeholders along the way. And before we take it any further, I think, Bosim, you probably want to also introduce yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so happy to be here. Um... So I have also a finance background. I worked in investment banking and risk management uh, on interest rate products, on bonds notably, and uh, I worked also in a fintech on uh, options for uh, equities. And I've been uh, full-time investing in crypto for a few months now, and I've been doing relatively good. And the idea was to offer for investors a product they can buy and be sure how it's going to be managed and to give them an exposure to the crypto space and to different kind of strategies within the crypto space because we plan to roll out different products adapted for every type of investor and to give them exposure to that manage it by professional standards and uh, with good risk management and to in addition to all that to offer also an educational space where we could share our knowledge and uh, unite all talents from the community to help each other improve overall That's, that sounds awesome. So you're both, one of you is relatively new to the crypto space. Your man, how long have you been around? So in the crypto space, it's a funny story. So originally, I think it was like 20, 2013 or 2011, um, something around that space. I wrote a paper around uh, Bitcoin and sort of the, the technological advantages, um, but didn't really place any, any money in it, but was just fascinated by the technology and then um, sort of lost lost interest in the topic, and then obviously it all exploded at a certain point, uh, which got me interested again. And then I sort of actively started to deploy capital within, um, especially DeFi, given my background. I think around 2020, um, so sort of the the era where everybody was chasing um, stuff on on Binance Smart Chain, um, the good old uh, golden goose uh, times back then, um, and then sort of market. I think went went sour a bit, and I I started to focus on some real life stuff and and got heavily into it back 
last summer, I think. That's sort of the, the, the crypto track record in that sense, if you want to call it. Yeah, I think a lot of people um, jumped into things with uh, Binance Smart Chain when everything started just popping off on there. It was like the Wild West. It was crazy days. Yeah, exactly. Sorry about I mean, it was, it was, it was all easy to on-ramp, right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about jumping in early. I've been having a mare. I've, trying to, like, I've had my fucking earpods on. And I'm like, why can't I hear anything? I just cannot get this to work on my phone without like holding it to my face like a phone. I can't even get it on speaker or anything. So that's that's despicable, the... Yankee. You should be ashamed. Yeah, every time we have these calls on Discord, there's something else. Like every time, it's like it just never works. <laughs> no worries. So, Imdao, you you talked a little bit about the problems that you were seeing in the space. You know, projects failing at an early stage. What what are you trying to? I assume you know. I've I've heard a little bit on your medium. Why don't you like explain? Uh, you know, to all of our wonderful state you know, uh, viewers, what what you're trying to do to help solve those issues. Okay, um, I will take this one. Uh, so there is too many issues um, regarding the policy. Uh, for example, uh, for a long time, OSM fork were way above backing and were not printing free money. They were just sustaining above backing because OSM was at 1.7 times above backing. So the current crash was just to return to like more of the fundamentals and the backing because we shouldn't be that much above backing. What happened here is inflation, pure inflation, drove price up and then they dumped. We see the same thing in the economy. If you have high inflation, you will have high economic growth for a period of time, and then your economic growth will crumble as your currency is worthless because you printed too much of it. It's the same thing here. They mismanage inflation, so we saw a bubble that popped, and we plan to have good inflation, we will not be a classic fork, we plan to be a fund that will use the Olympus tech to manage our liquidity, to use it to raise money for our investments, and in returns we will have a staking APR that will give back some of the dividends to our holders in form of our token, so our after having some inflation at first to raise money, we lower that inflation for it to match our growth and to be sustainable and to match. So if we have a successful investment track records, the backing will go up and we will enable from time to time bonding, but bonding to raise capital to pursue new opportunity. We plan to close bonding from time to time and to have only staking that should reduce the overall volatility and we will plan to take only the capital we can manage efficiently. We are not. Plan Our goal is not to be like Spartacus who has uh, 45 or 30 million in in stables and FT plus FTM in treasury that are sitting doing nothing. Like we would, I would rather manage actively two millions than have eight millions with six million stables staying in the treasury. That's the even that's the goal here, and I think we plan to grow over time and to control our inflation, to control our price, and to stay close to our fundamentals. Uh, after the initial phase, where we will move from backing just to raise liquidity. Just adding on to that, 
one sort of conceptual thing or conceptual thing which probably everybody should keep in mind when when looking at protocols is that different skills are vitally important throughout different phases right i mean before you launch the product um you have to invest a lot of developer capacity especially if you're trying to add on new features to this technology or um, heavily focus on marketing as well um, during launch and with the volatility economics matter most right i mean you have to have to really be careful to not dilute um, early backers or current investors either way right because you can't really show favoritism to one side or the other and have to have to control your bonding and your discounts quite rigorously um, and we've seen sort of couple couple protocols fail around that spectacularly and then long term as Bosom already said you have to deploy the capital you raise right because in the end um, these fractional reserve currencies yes they have a certain treasury amassed um, but as we all know money is printed every day and inflation especially over the last couple months um, were was was vital vitally important thing in the or vital, uh, critical thing in the economy. So you have to deploy the capital and you have to find ways to deploy it at scale. And I think that's what sort of the long-term success of, of some protocols differentiated from others, because either way you should, you create an ecosystem which supports your, your currency, right? Or you aggressively deploy your, your treasury into opportunities you see in the market when ecosystem is growing or developing. So yes. if, if we just summarize that, in effect, you're using the Ohm tech to back uh, a gathering of funds you're going to use on an investment basis to effectively grow at a rate faster than inflation and in that way add value to your investors. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And um, what would you say to you know people you're trying to attract to your fund? What, what's, what's the pitch? Why, why should they go with you instead of... Uh, your competitors or you know any of the other people you've mentioned to have 45 million if stables just sitting around we don't have any competitors i'm i'm just i'm just joking but i think what what differentiates us is we have the financial expertise mainly to build the product with professional standards what we see in the industry is a lack of real financial guys handling the investment we saw that with wonderland we saw that with having forks failing to remain at backing and ended up giving back the money it's happening more and more so what we bring is we are are actually going to invest the treasury we will pursue opportunities we will do the due diligence and offer you the best deals we see in the market the best risk reward deals we will create synthetic strategies yield farming strategies and manage their risks because you see we, we can use tarot to make a kind of single stake on steroid by using leverage on lp and changing what we are borrowing to make it a semi-synthetic single stake with high EPR and with minimal uh, and permanent loss because the, the leverage would be very small. So we could we could do some advanced strategies to optimize our farming and to even go more than just invest the treasury, invest it in the best opportunities we see out there and pick them and manage them efficiently. 
I could just just adding to that, um, just looking at the sort of redemptions which you have already mentioned has ha have happened in the in the space of protocols going below backing or people just uh, refunding their stakers. Um, I think that's that's pointing to an underlying prob problem which we have sort of uh, been addressing over the last couple couple minutes, right? That these protocol owners don't really feel comfortable or don't have the means to deploy the capital they were trusted with, right? And at some point, the community says, hey, you're not actually doing anything value accretive for me, um, and let's, let's refund, please, yeah? Um, and I think where we differentiate ourselves is that we're building this, this protocol from the ground up um, in terms of our overall strategy, communications, um, and tactics to be focused on deploying the capital first and foremost, right? And compared to other sort of protocols in the space and which m which have started with that, um, we feel, based on our backgrounds, comfortable with the risk management aspect of it as well, right? Because, I mean, in the end, you have a fiduciary duty to your, to your stakeholders and you have to be um, careful to, to invest funds of, of other people, right? Um, and I think that's why we are seeing a lot of these protocols just investing essentially in, in curve pools or um, very low-risk strategies when in the end you can probably achieve a way or a significantly higher return on your on your treasury by simple diversification, proper risk management and as well proper due diligence before investing. So that's probably our our biggest strength and, and USP we bring to the table. See, I, I love everything you guys are saying here. I absolutely need something like this because I am such an idiot when it comes to trading like i just ape everything uh sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't if i can just like and then i know you know i've known you guys on the bfa dgens discord i always see you're always making sick gains you're always getting big wins and stuff like that and it's just like damn it like i either hold it too long or i don't enter right or anything like that to, for, for me like something like what you guys are doing for me to just be able to chuck some money in or whatever and let you guys handle it. Oh, that's going to be a blessing. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, first and foremost. And I think you bring up an important point, right? Because a lot of the people in, in the discords we're, we're engaging with and also sort of um, feedback we have gotten from the, from the community is um, that a lot of, or a high ratio of people are looking to deploy their capital long-term, right? And the problem is in DeFi deploying your capital long-term, um, it's not really, really possible because of the speed of innovation, because most of the times different protocols over the sheer span of, of a couple months surpass each other in terms of technological innovation, um, market, market mechanics, and overall sort of outmaneuver each other. And that brings up the point that you essentially have to rebalance your portfolio if you just want to have diversified exposure to a certain area within DeFi every couple of days or weeks um, at sort of at minimum. And we want to, as, as MDAO, want to offer an opportunity to, for stakeholders to invest sort of in a, to a certain extent, pre-vetted um, vehicle, right? Because we're going to spend time on, on evaluating the opportunities every day and we're going to shift our treasury into different strategies and protocols accordingly. And that's probably... What's going to help hopefully our users most besides sort of having the ability to, to engage with us and the rest of the other sort of investment committee members, which we hope to bring on soon, 
um, to just educate themselves, also to be able to make some of the investments themselves um, or through a DAO, how they wish. Yeah, I mean, that sounds great to me because it's just like, you know, I always see what you, you guys are like discussing all these strategies and stuff like that and like these things and stuff. And I'm just like always like, did, I, I ain't got a clue. Do I, do I throw money in this or not? Like, I'm not sure. I ain't got a clue. When do I get out? Stuff like that. But like if, to, for something like that you guys are building, it's like it's the perfect vessel for me. <laughs> it literally will help me out massively uh, and just take away a lot of the stress of uh, trading and stuff. Uh, and just leave it in your guys' care. Awesome. I think um, definitely not stonks has asked a, a quite pertinent question in terms of, you know, all this discussion about strategies. Is there a sense of kind of the focus you can you can give, you know, a flavor for? What kind of things you'll be interested in investing in in the short term or the medium term? Is it looking for, you know, new opportunities, uh, have you identified undervalued firms or are you going to, you know, tower it up a little bit, that kind of thing? Yeah, sure. Why don't I start and then Bottom can, can go more into the detail. So in general, we, we think that diversification is key, right? And especially now starting out, our ecosystem to a certain extent is, is limited, right? Because we don't have the capabilities for cross-chain yet. We're um, are still looking to form some partnerships with with other protocols, which would enable us to conduct different different strategies. We can't really get into today, um, but in general, our idea is is diversification and to a certain extent with that risk management, right? Um, and because of that, a certain part of our portfolio will be, as you've already sort of listed as examples, um, be dedicated towards certain certain yield farming aspects, will be dedicated more short-term or long-term, right? And I mean, figuring out the allocation you, you bring to, to the table for a certain certain protocol, right? Um, figuring out how much you, you feel comfortable investing long-term with a specific pro protocol or whether or not this is a, is a short-term play um, comes down in the end what, what findings you have in your due diligence, right? And what um, aspects of, of the protocol you like and whether or not you, you feel like the, the value catalysts are there for the short term, right? Or whether or not you see a competent team and a, and a good roadmap, right? And you want to get exposure to this longer term and then you can allocate it in your different buckets and on a portfolio level, then again, from time to time, evaluate, hey, am I maybe overweight to a certain extent on the more short-term focus investment strategies? Am I more overweight in the stable farming or yield farming or sort of covered call um, option strategies? And I think that's what it comes down to, being conscious of the fact that you're managing a portfolio for first, quite a lot of people, and second, probably also um, significant funds. And you can't really allocate this to a, one specific strategy because this would be inherently way too risky, right? You you need to diversify and and allocate to different strategies, which off balance each other a little bit in in terms of volatility, right? And provide a certain um, certain um, yeah decrease in volatility in your overall portfolio, if you want to. Um, do you have like a sense of, yeah, sorry. sorry? Do you have a sense of single max kind of risk per investment you're looking at, or is that kind of the kind of investment protocol you still are you know devising? No, I mean to I mean with with every protocol, right? You or with every portfolio you look at, um, nothing sort of above um, 
10, 15% is probably something you need to evaluate quite, quite carefully, right? Um, because otherwise, as we are living in an, in an environment where a lot of the projects are still not fully doxed or fully KYC'd, this will, would otherwise bring a too high of a risk for your treasury and for your overall protocol if you end up investing in the wrong team or something bad happens or an exploit happens or whatever, right? Given that the inherent risk level for crypto is that high, um, you have to be careful about your max allocation, which is why it's probably not going to take up much more than that, even if that at most. Great. Well, it's uh, like, you know, like with obviously recently we've had like XDAO or something or even Ripay to a certain extent because didn't Yearn like dump up yeah. a load of money into those. So obviously they had like a lot of faith uh, that it wasn't going to go anywhere and they just absolutely farmed those protocols like crazy. Uh, well, Ripay during the Genesis and XDAO yeah. obviously run up. Um, like, uh, would they have been like considered like as uh, options for like, okay, we can probably chuck some more in this and get a good return while we can, or you know, what I mean, so, I, th I think you bring up an important point because, um, with uh, so sort of the, the great advantage for for MDAO, given the scale it has, is that it can probably lead to a more thorough due diligence, right? You will probably be having access to, to protocols on a more team and founder level basis and be able to really grill them um, about the plans and the ideas of the project, right? And normally, as a, as a typical investor in DeFi, that's harder to achieve, right? To get proper comfort on, your, on the questions you really want to ask before investing somewhere. So you yeah. just end up sort of hoping for the best. And based on our size, I think we can, we can offer an advantage there and sort of for opportunities like XDAO, which have been for first and foremost in the making for, for quite a few weeks and sort of have been foreshadowed. Um, I think for, for these kind of things, um, it makes sense to also probably involve a larger part of the community, right? If you really w wish to over allocate to this specific idea or investment opportunity you see coming up for the, for the fund in general. But overall, I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of showing the little bit the, the degen and ape tendency we all have in our hearts to a certain extent, right? Because, I mean, you, you've already said it's, it, it has been such a good and lucrative opportunity, and it has for, for quite a number of people, but it also involved a lot of volatility and the, the pace was quite high, right? And deploying a lot of capital at, at a high pace in this environment has a price impact, unfortunately. So you have to be conscious, given the amount of capital you want to deploy, how much of your returns are you going to destroy just by scaling in and out of your positions and the price impact you're having on the LP? So, yeah. I mean, overall, I think it's always great to talk about these opportunities which have provided massive amounts of, of profit for, for some individuals. But it's, it's still important to remain conscious that nobody knew that sort of before and it still involves a lot of people losing a significant amount of capital. And that's why we want to ensure that even at these accelerated timescales, right, where XDAO sort of launched and, and sort of took off in a couple of weeks, um, you still need to, to finish your due diligence and your, um, your investigation before you can deploy any funds. And with your own personal funds, it's sometimes, sometimes different, right? You just pray and hope for the best um, because you feel comfortable, you have a good gut feeling. I do um, that every trade. <laughs> yeah, but we, I mean... We all feel that. <laughs> Exactly. And, and I mean, some people probably maybe here in the audience um, or in other discords are just in DeFi because it provides an opportunity to 
invest money in this sense, right? I mean, you're not, you don't have to deal with your broker. You don't have to wait a day or two for settlement of your of your stocks. You can just go and ape and crank the uh, slippage um, for every new new coin which comes out. But it's a conceptually different thing. Uh, what they are looking for, which is thrill, and what we are looking for, which is yield and returns, right? So the investment style obviously also differs a bit. Okay, I mean, I, it's probably worth mentioning. I'm definitely buying some, uh, so I'll be there. But in in general, I mean, I we we're all in a high risk space. We all get that. You know, this is cutting edge stuff. So it's almost a bit of high risk investment. You're bringing a bit of formalization from your finance career, and you're hoping that you know you can use that to build an edge in returns. Is is that a fair assessment? Yes. I think to a certain extent also our experience um, over the last year and our track record in, in crypto, um, especially when it comes to BOSIMP, um, helps us probably to evaluate opportunities on a more effective scale. Cool. I mean, yes, uh, we've, me and Yankee, both seen you in the Beefy DGENs channel, uh, you know, checked out a few things you've suggested, BOSIMP, not going to lie. Yeah, we're always, I'm always watching for the alpha. Like, see yeah, what they're talking yeah, yeah. about. It's like, if they're all talking about it, it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Here's some alpha buy in Dow tomorrow. It's oh! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm personally gonna, gonna buy at lunch if we don't see a significant pump because I can get enough of this coin. <laughs> I have an allocation. I have a, I'm buying a, a, a 75 allocation. If you can disclose it in the in the in the team allo in the team sale, and I plan to buy more at lunch if I get if it doesn't pump too much, and if it does pump, I will bond, and we will see. Already <laughs> <laughs> here, these strategies. That's yeah, pretty yeah. good alpha. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm inviting everyone to be my. Uh, I, I will be the exit liquidity of everyone <laughs> if you want to get out. And if someone wants to sell his pre-sale spot, I I can buy at a at a twice twice the pre-sale price. I'm looking <laughs> okay. to accumulate. I'm looking to accumulate. Uh, I'm gonna be in there thing in the morning, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so just if if we if we just talk a little bit about kind of the key things that distinguish you, and the investment committee seems key. Yeah. Who's gonna be on it? Yeah. So um, the idea. I saw some uh, question about governance in general. So obviously we can't put up all investment opportunities to vote because we will get front run. So the idea here is to make uh, a committee that will oversee the investment opportunities and decide on them. And that committee will be elected by the broader community, by people they trust to handle their money that showed experience and we will vet them first and later we'll have we'll have kind of process that requires some investment experience or some other skills like uh, statistical skills because when you are going to discuss uh, an investment decision you need to have diverse opinion you need to have uh, investors you need to have uh, uh, someone that is on more on the modeling side on the that will model the market see if your assessment of the situation is good someone 
like not an, not an experienced i'm not a, not a finance guy that will you will persuade of the opportunity so we need a consensus of different opinion from different type of people and that's what we plan to bring to make that kind of mix and later on we can imagine a transition where we have a main investment committee and sub investment committees that will be specialized on a type of defined type of strategies they will have some kind of capital to play with and major decision will be overseen by the main investment committee and those sub decision will be they will have some limit risk some uh, as they grow they can have more freedom about their, their decision and they will we can what, by doing this we can decentralize the decision and spawn uh, some sub projects sub even sub protocols in the future if we become too big that will manage develop certain strategies and operate on their own so true decentralization will have different investment style available for each type of investor for example let me give you an example we're gonna start the main fund right now and then let's say tomorrow we want to start a dgen fund so imbdao will fund the initial fund will uh, let's say put 1 million in the degen fund will open for liquidity raise from the degens that will let's say contribute uh, 500k they bond behind so we have 1.5 million and that will be managed first by imdao and if the team grows and matures that could spin off in an entire protocol that will be focused on the degen and imdao will have a participation into that so we'll plan to foster talent that can take over and do our strategies, implement our strategies. So we plan to pick all that from the community and from the DAO and building uh, hand hand in hand with everyone that join us. Great. I guess that sounds important. And you touched on a few key important things, I think, with things like this. is like, obviously, you're from finance backgrounds and stuff like that, so you know how all this kind of stuff works. But just as equally important, I guess, for these kinds of things is the connections that you can have. Um, like, you know, you get the inside information, you get the alpha, you know about certain projects and stuff and things that are upcoming. And it's like you can set aside, you know, uh, capital to like get in those early because you know who's running it who's backing it who's gonna it's gonna do well and things like that so i think that's kind of just as important as you know the actual understanding of like the financial instruments and stuff like that that you're using what you called is uh, information asymmetry we don't see it in regular markets because information travel fast and we have a lot of educated uh, a lot of like uh, finance guys fighting for the same thing and having access to the same kind of information here in cryptos there is an asymmetry because for example for the for the pay uh, stuff that happened today we could see some commits in the github of beefy of it incoming so you could buy when it was low before it was announced it's public information because everyone can get access to beefy uh, github but few yeah. actually get that information and that's the edge uh, uh, information asymmetry on low market cap or on low information markets is how you generate alpha in cryptos that's the main yeah. point with there is a lot of behavioral finance involved in crypto more in regular market and i think that's a real edge for someone that understand behavioral finance and uh, model it in the investment strategy 
Nah, it's cool. Awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm just conscious of, of the time. Uh, just how's the DAO going to work? How are regular people going to influence in DAO? And, and I think uh, one of the sub-questions is, is there a mechanism you're going to use to prevent whales from, you know, using aggressive amounts of power? Yeah, so good questions. So maybe let me let me answer the first um, first, and then uh, we'll dive uh, we'll dive deeper to the whale question. Because I mean, on a on a community level, looking looking at engagement, I mean, the primary tool or the most vital organ within MDAO will be the investment committee, right? Because in the end, as we've said a couple of times, this will be very fun focused and focused on um, deployment of capital. The other aspect we want to focus on is sort of education and um, getting everybody comfortable around the strategies we are employing for the for the DAO, right? And on both of these these avenues, um, community members are, I mean, actually expected to to participate, right? Because this is not a two man show. The only the only reason why the team is 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 not significantly bigger right now already, um, although we have uh, quite a good good moderation force, um, is that that. Up until launch, we, we needed to flesh a couple things out first in terms of how the overall process is going to go. And now looking looking at tomorrow and, and looking at the, the launch, I mean, afterwards, it's very focused around identifying talent within our community and giving the talent a voice and also giving the, the talent within, within the community the ability to, to leverage this into real uh, into into returns and yield for the for the community right be it the investment committee or be it a, a sub dao or or pod as we call them um then maybe sort of looking at the and this will be i mean accompanied by a sort of normal snapshot um page where we're going to have proposals around sort of changing more macro parts of the strategy right because i mean in the end we can't ask for permission on every um, every trade, right? But we can sort of engage with the community on whether or not we want to focus more of our overall treasury capital to a specific uh, to a specific strategy, or rather stick with the current status quo, right? And this is uh, a perfect example on how to leverage the the decentralized power of our community in the end. Um, looking at your second question and the on the whale topic, um, it's a double edged tool. I will take yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, we here, I don't think whales are an issue at all because first we are going to have a swap fee on a liquidity pool of 1%. So everyone entering around trip will give us 2% of the amount as fees. So we'll make money as whale trade in and out. And here the focus is treasury. Treasury is what matters because once we raise the capital, we will work the treasury so long-term holders will make money by whales coming in and exiting. They can do whatever they want. Holders will get the most out of it and we'll work on increasing the treasury. So in the long term, whales selling, dumping the price, even 20% doesn't matter because it will recover. And if it doesn't recover, we'll do buybacks. As we keep upping the backing, we'll do buyback once we get the backing above the current price it will be so focus on treasury forget the whales forget the short-term price action doesn't matter if you're handling good your protocol it's the long term that matter and we focus on the long term we will invest rightfully and in a good manner 
the money and will generate returns and that's what matters to holders Wales is a non-problem. Non we prevent rebel, uh, <coughs> rebase sniping by having a low rebase rate because we don't plan to have that much inflation. It will be very low. And we will have a swap fee that will prevent any rebase trading. What about like um, with DAO proposals and things like that? Like, isn't, yeah. isn't that a possible concern? Like that... Wales could own those votes and things like that. It's a, it's a good point, right? Um, and I mean, the debate you then always bring up on uh, up is always whether or not to to award more voting power, either like not by wallet size or investment size, but by merit they bring to the community, for example, or um, just by having one vote per per person, right? Um, and I mean, we can, I think, directly exclude the, the, the last suggestion for obvious reasons. Um, and I think the, the meritocratical approach that people who contribute to the community and to engage and sort of have the protocol closer to heart um, have a bigger say is also given to a certain extent with, with MDAO, given that these, if they bring good, uh, given that these individuals, if they bring good ideas to the table, will have a voice on the investment council, right, which will operate after the the larger community and Wales have um, made the decision around a certain portfolio allocation into into a specific strategy, right? Because they will then deploy the capital actually in that in that space. Um, and then maybe the the last point is I want to make on this this topic is that given that we are a fund, obviously people who have more capital within the fund will have a bigger say on on snapshot votes, right? I mean, um, you look at every commercial venture. Um, where people invest in, and it's always sort of voting power is determined by by investment size, um, ultimately. I mean, we are conscious, I think, in the end, of the fact that people with lesser wallets should also have a certain certain uh, seat at the table, right? And should also be able to influence the protocol positively. Um, but given that we are, as Bosom said, more treasury focused, I don't think the sort of short-term manipulation by large wallet or wallets on snapshot votes or other DAO proposals will be necessarily an issue for us. Yeah, I think we can we can counteract that by uh, making some threshold. Like, uh, if we want to make major changes on the protocol, we need 60, 70 percent vote for for that to to to, to happen. Having a, tun tuning that in just a bit, but at the end of the day, you cannot just exclude the wheels because you're saying you're for everyone and everyone should vote and have a voice and you're ex excluding certain type of person. So it's a double-edged sword. I think you can put in, pl in place some mechanism that prevents whales from abusing just by having 50%, but if they have 70%, they own, they own 70% of the goddamn thing. So at, the, at that point, they should run it. If they really own 70%, they can run it. True. I think that's one of the concerns that like some people think um, with those things is that you know, the especially like kind of in traditional finance as well, I guess, is that like there's always a lot of focus on the sh short term uh, wins. So people kind of worry that like, OK, they're, they're just trying to get a quick win and then get out kind of strategy. But um, I, I guess that doesn't really apply here.
Yeah, uh, we, yeah, that's that's the focus on the long term. For example, like uh, there is high volatility in crypto, and just by holding, you make insane amount of money. Like my my FTM stack in December went from FTM stack that is farming in bits in diverse platform went from like uh, went minus fifty percent from the beginning of the uh, of the month in December to uh, plus uh, to then go times four and I'm I was up 100% uh, at the end of the month or uh, beginning of January yeah it's, so it's, you just it feels like a more civilized version you just, of you just finance. hold like I, I held FTM in August at uh, zero at 15 cent yeah you just you just you just pick value good value and you hold on the long term like if you held uh, Ethereum since 2018 you would be Godly, even if you bought at the top and you just take that uh, somewhere, you would you would have made mad money by now, just in DeFi. The, the style that you're doing is it solely focused on FTM, or are you looking at um, branching onto other chains, the funds to distribute? Yeah, so that, de that depends on uh, the amount we raise because as the treasury will get bigger. We will need more capital depth for us to invest the funds because you can you can drop like 100k on an opportunity, but you cannot drop uh, 1 million or 1.5 million. Yeah. So you will need to diversify, and that's where the sub funds come in action because you can delegate capital management to smaller teams that will be able to pursue smaller strategy or more localized strategies that will be able to generate more alpha because they will have less impact on the market. They will be able to go for low liquidity, etc. Because if you buy a 10% market impact, you make around trip, you lost like 20% on the amount. If you invest smaller, you will make uh, you will lose only 10% or 5%. So it's a true difference on return. And that's why, by the way, hedge funds, major hedge funds, only do 9 or 10% a year or 12%. If you give a, a good hedge fund manager, you give him a portfolio, he can make 100%, 200% a year. But not with billions. With uh, 100k, with 500k, he can make it. Okay, but not with billions. Yeah, it's too hard to move it all around. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm I'm conscious of time, and um, I think we found crypto audiences generally have an hour tops of focus attention before they want to go far in the corner. Um, so Yankee, do you think we should uh, do some giveaways, and then we uh, can come back for final questions at the end? Yeah, we can do. I, I'm a bit screwed with how I've got to do this because I've literally got to hold my phone like a phone, so I can't actually look at uh, the Discord. Do you want me to help? Uh, why don't I look at the Discord for you? Okay, so what should we do? Should we... Uh, you want to do... give a giveaway to some good questions? Yeah, we can do that. Did we want to do the game of they win either Summit V1 or Summit V2? Yeah, do the game. Do the game. <laughs> <laughs> we just thought that that was going to be funny because like either they win a little bit or they win 10 times more <laughs> hang on let's just check if the roll thing is working <laughs> I don't know what um, what questions have we got like I said I can't see anything uh... oh uh, hang on Kuo, if you're here, do you mind testing the role thing in the uh, AMA questions? I'll uh, tell you what, you're the guest. Uh, which question did you like most? I asked a lot of the um, 
questions from the Imped Out AMA question channel. Why don't you choose your favorite, and I'll flip a coin to see if they get you one. My favorite is from Digen Defi Chad. How can I invest in the higher risk subfunds? That's the <laughs> most reaction. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like that's probably the first fund I really want to launch. We will see if it will be the first sub fund, but like Digen stuff with only raising 100 and 200k and swinging it in shit coins, starting with like 1% of the treasury, and it ends up in a month or two at like uh, 5% or even 3% would be would be phenomenal. Like. I'm all awesome. in that one. <laughs> all right, Yankee, how much summon are we offering this gentleman? V1 or V2? Does he want to play the game? V1 or V2? Because, like, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, oh, give him 100 summit, and then he's like, oh, yeah, let's play the game, and we end up having to give him 100 V2 summit. <laughs> that's a Tell you what, let's live. Let him play the game, and uh, I don't know. Fifteen summit. Is that is that the right amount? Yeah, that I like that. So it's either fifteen dollars or one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, actually, I think we're at one point five inch right now. So it's like, oh, it's more than that. I can't do math. All right, you ready for this? Uh, Dgen Defi Chad. High or low? Greater or less than 50? Come on, take a pick. Greater? All right. I need a drum roll. Work. Work. I've been promised this will work. <laughs> Is it broke? <laughs> I'm going to do it on my phone. Hang on. Oh, it's working. Oh my god, he won! He Does won. He won? He's won Congratulations. 15 in Summit. So he's won oh. 15 in Summit V2. Yeah, hang on, let me just take down your name. Congratulations. Let's do one more question giveaway, and then we'll, we'll go play a different game. Um, <laughs> but we get to choose the one. Yankee, you can't read because you're on your phone like like an old person. So yeah. I'll, I'll choose it. Um, so we've got someone who's uh, changed his name to cancelled by devs slash mod. I think he asked. Yeah, we can account this one. We can <laughs> this one. Okay, uh, I think that is appropriate. Which would make the next best question by Stakius. Stakius, high or low? Should do double or nothing. <laughs> oh god. You gotta choose high or low though. Yeah, he Come did, on, I think, right? Oh did he? Low, low. Alright, let's see it. Oh my god, we stake bankrupt summit. He did he win? He did! Oh my god, right, stop playing this game. Yeah, risk management is important, right? 
Yeah, obviously we have none. This is why we need a service like you. <laughs> we need to put our treasury uh, into ImpDAO. CCM. Yeah. On honestly, uh, our tagline when we launched was for DGENs by DGENs. So <laughs> I like that though. I like the spirit. All right, let's do. Do you guys want to? Oh, you've got some whitelist spots to give away, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. We have three white spot lists to give. Ooh. All right. But. <laughs> All right, tell you what. Uh, definitely not stonks. You can gamble for five V1 or V2 Summit. <laughs> Choose high or low. Oh, you get five, you won. Is he the only one? Is he lost? Yeah. <laughs> Unlucky. Rugged. All right, uh, let's give away the uh, the whitelist spots. Do you know how you want to do it? Or uh, do you want us to recommend something? Um, I think I will go with one spot for Dijen Defi Chat. Because I like All it. right. And, he wins uh, twice. He yeah, wins what? And you, I think you can give the two, the two others to members of your community that are here or to people you like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> pick me. Pick me. Yankee, go on. Choose your favorite. You know we can't. No, I, I want one of the spots. <laughs> you know we can't have them. <laughs> if I come off here, I can't talk. Hold on. All right. Hang on. I. How about this? Everyone roll. Everyone who rolls, uh, oh, yeah. highest yeah. roll wins. Two highest rollers win. Oh, hang on. Uh, they can cheat. No, hang I've got a better idea. That's Everyone nice. choose a number, and I will roll, and the closest to the number gets the next word list spot. And no editing. Well, well, we'll see if they edit it. We will see if they edit it. All right, number is coming in. I just wanted to say a quick hi and to like propose you that we can do this Wheel of Fortune. If you would like, I can add your nicknames and everyone will be on my screen. Then I will just roll it and we'll see who wins. Just my... Um, do you want to do that for the final spot? If you start adding people to the roll... To yeah, the of course. Wheel. Right now. Cool. Oh, let's do it. All right. That's all the numbers. Ten more seconds. Do, 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 do. It's between one and a hundred. Stakius. And we're off. 24. Who was closest to 24? Absolutely no one was anywhere near. I think Vander was relatively close. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Vander Jack has Crispy it. Jacques Crispy too. Jack. 41. Ah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that works. Jack Crispy, since, you got it. Yeah, since uh, since uh, because Vendor has already a pre-sale spot. <laughs> sniper, sniper. I, w I would have loved to win. To win. I, uh, I rolled sixty. You did. You did. Um, Not close. You were eligible, obviously, because you can give yourself the white list spot. Yeah. This is like uh, when I give myself the option of uh, posting in the summit Discord. 
congratulations to Crispy. We've got the uh, final one to go, and that's you, Dirtail, with your Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, I'm doing it, but um, I don't know how to share my screen here. Am oh, I you able? can't. You can't. Okay. So it, it won't work, probably, because I need to share my screen with you so you can see who's, uh, who's chosen. All right, cool. Well, we'll do something else for the last whitelist spot. I will... Uh... We need one more question to end it. The best final question gets the whitelist spot. Go now. And feel free to double submit questions you've posted earlier, which have got lost in the chat. Um, and we haven't answered yet, because I think there were a couple of good ones in there. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, I've got for the sake of this game. Just uh, just when, uh, when they're writing the question, anyone who gets selected for the whitelist, please join the Imdao Discord and then send me a DM with your address. I will add you and tell you when it's okay to buy. Oh yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely think I've got the question. Uh, it's from some guy called Ranky Ruin asks, "Will you invest in Summit, and will <laughs> Summit have Imp Dow Farm?" He has already a free sale spot. I can answer the question, but but he has a spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll pick someone else. But please, it's a good. <laughs> We're in the Summit Discord. I think they're interested. Uh, you can defer if you want. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh... For now, we don't plan to invest in Summit at lunch because at lunch we will uh, stay on, focus on uh, raising liquidity and investing on a few coins that we are already vetted and really a few. And then we could explore a partnership and working with Summit because we plan to work with the good FTM teams and the nice FTM teams to build together and to influence the FTM ecosystem. It's not only about investing, it's also about helping be a positive force because we'll have time to help uh, other projects, to help creators, etc. and to support each other. It's, uh, awesome. We're always open in Summit to, you know, cross-working and then all of that fun stuff. Uh, but I think I've got the final winning question. EP, can you give a comparison <laughs> Confirmed Guru Show right here. EP, can you give a comparison of Intel founders' compensation to a traditional hedge funds fees? Yeah, so... Uh, Good question. You want to yeah, take it? Yeah, I can, I can start, okay. yeah. Um, no, I mean, as you guys have seen, have seen in our docs, um, and I think we've shared it previously, um, I think the, the fees or, I mean, the, the compensation we have set up um, for, for the core team is quite different compared to, to a traditional hedge fund, right? Um, because with a traditional hedge fund, the people which, which get rewarded the 2 and 20 um, um, valuation and compensation figures, right? Where you earn 2% on the asset under management and, and 20% of the returns you make um, are normally allocated towards the people taking the risk and not the people risk managing and sort of um, caring about the overall comp uh, organization. And given that we are obviously deploying our capital in a, in a fun style, but nonetheless manage the overall compensate, uh, overall, um, structure and organization as well, we felt that this approach would, um, lead to unnecessary risk taking, right? Because you, you share a lot of the, the upside, right? Um, but not necessarily a lot of the downside, right? Because, um, you maybe don't have any skin in the game or, um, might have ulterior motives. 
So in order to properly align our um, our personal incentives with uh, with the DAO and with the with the overall community, we made sure first of all, I mean, now with launch to to invest a significant amount of capital um, ourselves to be properly incentivized, and then have a vesting schedule which um, vests. I think it's it's um, almost two years. Uh, I don't have the the figure on top of my head, but it's written down in the Medium article as 20. well. Twenty month, exactly. And, uh, yeah, one week, I think. It's twenty point two months. Exactly, and that's on a on on a slightly accelerated basis. So initially, the the vesting will be a little bit quicker, just so to offset the the time we have spent a little bit building building the protocol and and implementing and sort of uh, working on this for the last couple of months. Um, and also to have some some capital to allocate into future endeavors as well around um, in DAO where we um, have to make investments, and then it's 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 very straightforward and I think on a on a biweekly basis. So um, it's all there, it's all visible, and um, to be honest, I think most of of our um, remuneration will be just by being personally also exposed and invested in the project, right? Because as a founder of a startup or or um right yeah founder of a startup you're not necessarily getting rich by the salary you're paying you, uh, yourself each month but you're getting uh returns by being invested and exposed to your own um entrepreneurial uh venture right and by growing this venture into something bigger and that's how we approach sort of the the remuneration topic i think that's okay way to handle it to be honest because it's like at the end of the day you shouldn't like if you were if you for me like hearing that is like such a good thing because it's like if the, if you're good at your job you wouldn't need to like say oh i'm paying myself 200k a year because it's like no because if you're a good investor you really don't need to do that because you're going to be making way more through your investments so like you know it just makes total sense yeah I'm yeah and we're we're maybe maybe just salary. adding adding on to that um, obviously there will be an incentive structure built around new people coming onto the investment committee right because we're cognizant of the fact that also new members to the to this uh, committee will spend a significant amount of time evaluating opportunities and um, thinking about them um, properly evaluating them and that will take time which which need to needs to be compensated for so there will be an incentive structure built around First of all, other members in the IC, um, as well as sort of people not in the IC, but bringing lucrative opportunities to the to MDAO as a whole um, and sharing these with us. And we end up taking a position. Um, there will be a certain certain reward reward for that, obviously. Um, but it's it's hard to to commit on that uh, right now, given that we want to nail these things and get them right, um, because it's an important topic for the long term success of the the protocol. And we'll share more. E details and infos around that in, in due course when it's ready. Cool. That, that's awesome. Uh, I have breaking news just to end it. I know we've gone over an hour and I really appreciate uh, you coming over here. It's really interesting. And I'm actually kind of buzzed to invest more and before bossing, to be honest. Um, <laughs> EP is already on your whitelist. So he shouldn't have told me that and should have just used a different address to get two whitelists. EP, what are you doing? Very honest, I like that though. Props for that. Yeah. So I guess then. Yeah, we 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 can we can even give him the second spot if uh, if you want to. All right. 
EP, you can keep the second spot. Just give give a different address. <laughs> awesome. Was there any kind of like last comments you you all wanted to say? Yeah, I mean, hopefully you guys got a good impression of what we're trying to build and what we're we're achieving uh, or hoping to achieve with MDAO. Um, I mean, if there are any unanswered un, uh, questions left, um, feel free to hit us up in our, in our Discord as well or via DM. We'll also be publishing our documentation soon around the, the protocol, uh, which will hopefully give a more fleshed out guidance as well in case you, you missed some part of the this AMA or, or others. Um, but you can also listen to these um, online on, on our Spotify, obviously, if you want to catch up on those, um, as well as this one, which will be uploaded as well. Um, we're launch launching tomorrow. We're incredibly excited for the, for the journey we have in mind with you guys. And um, yeah, also thanks to the Summit team on uh, having us here upstage stage and engaging with us in this um, fun AMA. And we're looking forward to, to welcoming you guys, obviously, on our Discord as well um, in, in due course. Oh, that, that's awesome. Uh, no, look, we wish you the best of luck. I'm really buzzed on your project. Uh, we, it was great. You know, Dirtail uh, helping getting this organized was awesome. You know, Beefy, DJs, OJ, we've seen you around. And hopefully our summit, you know, members will make some money out of it. Yankee, anything on the end? Yeah, no, it was just uh, good to hear from you guys. Finally, I understand why, because I, well, I, said, I was joking. Well, I wasn't joking earlier, to be honest, when... Uh, we, we were talking in the uh, in our Discord. I was like, "Well, I'm actually coming into this blind. I know nothing about what you guys are doing." So, like, I've learned a lot today. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that. I uh, hope everybody's enjoyed it. Yeah, and I would like to interrupt um, exclusively for you who were here in the spaces. I will post in the IMDAO AMA questions uh, a little leak how the, the UE of, uh, UI of our NFT page is going to look like. So if you go to this page, you can, you can see it. It's only for you, like a little, little leak for being here. And the, the current NFT mint will take place on Saturday, probably. Cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, guys. I'm going to end this day. Uh, you've been awesome. Thanks for having us. Thank you, thank you for everything. It was very cool to be here and uh, looking forward to next event uh, together and to yeah, launch exactly. parties. If you want to come uh, come in at our launch party tomorrow, it's a bit late, so it's at uh, I think uh, 10 p.m. UTC. No, uh, yeah, uh, no, it's uh, it's 11. No, no, it's UTC. it's exactly. Yeah, so if you wanna come hang out, uh, discuss, uh, you're more than welcome. Same yeah. about price, obviously. Yeah. I guess say we we've got a busy weekend ourselves as well, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I was just extending the invite. Well, if you want to come on, you're welcome. I know you have yeah, lots no, fork, and we'll be here to support you for tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We bring the beers. No worries. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy some. But, uh, not not maybe one or two because I will I will probably pull a non nitro to monitor the bond if we release them early and to monitor the staking and the price etc. Will be a lot of fun the launch. We have been we have been working on this for quite ta some time now and we cannot wait to launch. Cool. Yeah, I guess say there'll be a, a lot of long nights coming up. I'm sure. Uh, I know when well when we had our launch, uh, it was just like one of the things that we hadn't really considered was the uh, 
the sheer volume of community that just started coming flooding in uh and then all the questions that needed answering like for the, that whole weekend i don't think like we slept at all <laughs> it was ridiculous <laughs> yeah it's part of the game i guess in the end yeah yeah all right uh any closing comments ccn i think uh, he already left so oh, you're on your own actually <laughs> <laughs> No event, but it was good fun. Um, and then let's catch up soon. And I hope to see you guys all tomorrow, um, either the transaction or later at the launch party. Yeah. Cheers. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye.